0: Hello and welcome to the Vezzat Insider. Where today I have our growth partner and master of ads, Luca. Hey, Luca. Hey, Stefan. Thanks so much. Of course, of course. It's good to finally talk to you one on one behind the scenes. You know, I think it's um, it's been a while since we actually did something like this. Actually, this is the first time for you. Yeah, that's first time for oh, me. Oh, this is gonna be fun. Okay. We have a lot to talk about. Obviously, when we get together, when we talk, we talk. We can talk for hours and not even realize hours went by. So um, we're gonna keep, we're gonna keep it short. We're gonna keep it fun. We're gonna keep everything you know, aligned. So you know, you've you've come a long way at Vesa. You've been here pretty much from the ground floor and you know, three years later, look where we are. You know, we we're in a studio. Absolutely, (laughs) absolutely, yes. You know, I still remember when I started working
1: with Vesa and it was, you know, I was just starting with it but I was also start thinking it's not about years, it's what you pass with someone, you know, what yeah. you go through. So you can spend three years and do nothing and you can spend three years, work with amazing clients, uh, work on amazing projects, amazing people. And that will help, you know, to have experience like you are in 10 years in some sphere. Yeah. So years are just there, like what you'll, you know, like experience in those years is more important. Yeah.
0: Your secret sauce is advertising. Yeah. You know, advertising like the back of your hands and the front of your hands, like everything. <laughs> You know, why don't we talk about that? How has your journey been as an advertiser from when you started to where it is now? Obviously, you manage hundreds of thousands of dollars in ad spend um, each and every month, and and it's a big responsibility, of course, for these companies. How does it How does it feel? You know, to to have that kind of responsibility, that kind of power over you know, a brand's revenue numbers. I still remember, you know, when I start, you know, with those small
1: budget $10, $20, I was checking, you know, hour by hour how we spend the money. Is everything okay? Did they make some changes? Today it's much easier. I like, you know, it's uh, when you go to casino and, you know, play with the money, with the tokens, the same feeling is here like um after some time you learn to use that totally normally like it's some it's nothing like spending hundreds of thousands that's normal because you make money and someone is happy with it so i I don't think about you know big uh, numbers they're scaring me but i i had that that feeling you know a few weeks ago my friend you know had a problem like i saw his wedding with some big money and I have one account where we need to charge, I think $8,000 and just come here and say, you know, click here and charge right now 8,000. And he start, he starts sweating all around. Is everything okay? <laughs> but it's, it's normal, man. Just click, you know, and have that feeling. Yeah. And after that, you learn that that's just the number that makes more money,
0: make a bigger number. And that's it. It's just numbers on the screen. day, right What what it's all about is just the energy yeah. that you feel when you, when you feel that momentum carrying you upwards and upward spiral. You know, and like, so when you, obviously when you started at VESA and when we started working together, you were in a different spot. You were mostly doing um, paid media campaigns on Facebook and Instagram. Now you've developed into a growth partner. So you actually, you partner up with your clients, you give them strategy, support, leadership, but then you also work with your advertising team to get them results as well, you know, and you've developed a very long way from that, you know, so how, how would how was your learning curve throughout the whole process? Like how did you obviously there's a lot of ups and downs, but how did you get to where you are today? So
1: first let's go at the beginning, you know, like I had my startup, it was I think right now five years ago. Yeah. And then I figure out that this is the agriculture he, thing, right? Yeah, agriculture nice. thing, you know, we were students and then I figure out definitely that you can make make a lot of things but very important today world, you know, how you market them. We can decide, you know, today you know to buy one thing second thing you know invest in one second third thing but marketing is that that will you know make that choose so after that i worked with some startups and then you know definitely i decided i need to be more specific i figure out you know when i see the jobs if you're specific if you know one thing very well You will be successful. Mm -hmm. And then I started learning just Facebook ads. So that was my first priority focus on that, uh, focus on that, and be be best in that sphere. then I do a lot of research, you know, when I have a problem, I always try to find new solutions and then mm-hmm. choose from those solutions, which one is the right one. Yeah. So that was the start. And after that, the next thing I will start thinking myself, okay, we're making money, but what is everything that affects if that person will make more money or that's the, their maximum. Mm-hmm. And then I start learning everything, you know, how websites should look, website conversion rate optimization, uh, growth strategies for them. How they should invest? What are the marketing competitors? All all those things. Uh, I start, you know, developing my skills in those spheres. So uh, today, as a growth partner, I can help uh, all our clients to actually grow, not just do paid ads. You know, they grow, they have steady grow, and you know, scale their business.
0: Got you. And so that journey that you took, right? We're working with some pretty big clients now. Yeah, very, know? very big clients. And <laughs> they're leaning all on you for for basically the survival of their business, you know, and the growth of their business. Um, you know, it's funny to me, it's like, uh, working with you, we first started off, you know, just talking to clients, talking to them, talking to their marketing directors, their managers, all that, and then as the years went by, now we're, we're actually not even reporting to the CMOs or CEOs, we're reporting to the investors that invest into that company, you know, and so, um, from my perspective, I see the trajectory of growth and like the levels that we went up, We went up from talking to managers, directors to CMOs, CEOs, now to like the VCs that invested into these companies that we do paid media for, right? And so um, I see on a not just on a technical knowledge uh, base, but also uh, a knowledge base in terms of talking to different types of personas and the kind of information they want to see, right. And I think that um, there's been a big learning curve for us as well on that level talking to people who have more let's say i don't want to say credibility i don't want to say authority but i want to say people who have more of an impact and influence on that organization right and so um you know once people see that we do a good job they naturally refer us to other people as well and i think that's the best kind of marketing right is that that absolutely
1: that's very important and you know um and having possibility to talk even with them mm. you know understand what their thoughts what they care about what they're interested in you know that's very very useful and in this business like you have to talk with variety people around you know all all worlds, you know, all cultures, you know, and we support each other. You know, I know moments when I talking, for example, with uh, also grow partner Jamal, like you know, different culture, and I don't know how to behave. Then I learn, yeah. you know, and you know Jamal support us, and we support each other, explaining, you know, it's different in the Europe, it's different in the UK, in the United States, or you know, somewhere in the Middle East, whatever. It's always different, and you need to talk with those people properly. And, you know, for sure after many years, after millions of dollars of revenue we generated with the paid ads, I think maybe we generate a few millions every every month. Yeah. You know, I made some calculation uh, these days. Uh, so we are talking about those numbers, that uh, conversation and relationship with the partners and how you explain your work is probably more than 50% of work. Yes. You can make 10 X, but if you don't know how to communicate that, that's a problem. So communication
0: yeah. is always the key
1: in, in this, in the marketing studio.
0: Yeah, I recently tweeted about a whole thread around communication, how to properly communicate. There's different types of communication, right? And there was one, a part of that thread I talked about, know your mark, so it's basically knowing who you're speaking to. And you said that, you know, the Europeans, you speak to them in a certain way. People in the Middle East speak to them a certain way. Yeah. Americans, you speak to them a certain way, right? And it goes from like the speaking speed from how I just said it from slow to fast. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And I think I think communication skills are vital to importance because there's, there's more than just the words that come out of your mouth, right? It's the feeling that you give off to people when you're asking a certain question, right? I'm- Absolutely. I was thinking like
1: ChatGPT can do everything for you today. But what is the problem? Like why people do not know how to use the ChatGPT? Because they don't know to ask proper questions and you know they're not sure about their thoughts. They want something but they're not able to say that. Mm -hmm. And that's why I'm sure that uh, you know as a growth partner, the person that needs to understand Mm -hmm. client's needs, ChatGPT will not be able to change because they do not know to verbally explain what they want. We are there to feel, to understand who they are, what their position is, how their website want to look or how their campaign want to look, etc. So because they are not able to do it verbal, they are coming to us and they will ask us for help. If we are able to understand them and understand their needs, will, will be much more powerful than JGPT. Yeah. So that's what I have feeling like that will not going to change and it will be more valuable
0: in the future. You can't take the human element. You can't remove that from the equation, right? You need that human element, the emotion, um, because end of the day, people are listening to you based on the emotions that you make them feel right. And, and, and you know, when you're talking to someone and just based off of, you know, micro expressions tone of voice, reaction time, all that, you get, you get a sense of what they're feeling emotionally, yeah. right? And then that feeling emotionally, you, you can basically, in a way, you can guide them to help them feel better or feel worse, right, and I think 50% of this job as a growth partner is making the, the clients feel confident in our results, right? Obviously, the results have to be there, but then rationally explain the results, why these results were here, um, it's that feeling of confidence, because at the end of the day, like, what are we selling as a marketing agency? confidence in your marketing systems that they're going to deliver leads, results, media companies, talent to your website and just overall traffic.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And I had many examples, you know, in the past where, for example, we did a great job, but Mm -hmm. then I figure out like if I didn't communicate well with them, we have some kind of problem. Then I figure out, okay, pay more attention. It doesn't need to be known very often, but it needs to be clear, consistent, you know, and, you know, to be with that, every, every person is different. And I, I totally work different with all of our clients you yeah. know, because they need, they need, you know, they need that.
0: Okay, I had a very good piece of advice from one of my mentors a long time ago. Um, I asked him because he was very deliberate in everything that he does. Right. The way he sits, the way he talks, the way he moves his hands, where he puts his drink, where he puts a cigar, all these things. Right. And I asked him, like, why do you like how come you do that? He said, he's like, I'm very conscious of what I do. Because I know that other people are mostly unconscious and so they can pick off of, up, of, up of me of how I'm conscious, right? And so by being conscious of the words you choose, what you're feeling, um, how you're acting, you give a, a feeling of confidence. Oh, this person knows where he's going. I'm going to naturally follow him and, and, and see where he's going, right? And I think that with what you do in advertising, most people have no idea what to do <laughs> when it comes to ads. Even the big teams that we work with they hire Mickey and Mouse to come in and uh, do the ads at their company. Okay, they they do an okay job, but they don't get the results like 3x on return on ad spend, right? Uh, 3x, 10x, you know, that's normal,
1: depends (laughs) on the niche. Like, because um, you have, you need to understand you have many possibilities there. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people think this works on this case and will work on another case and yeah. case after that, but they don't understand like those algorithms work on different levels. Yeah. So it's not, not the same thing in the United States if you're doing, you know, uh, for 350 million people campaign or you're doing, you know, campaign for just one state or you're doing for the Europe. Different behavior of people, how they spend time on Facebook and Instagram mostly. Mm-hmm. So uh, all those things you need to test and to try right. with and when you find the sweet spot, that's it. And they probably, you know, try one way, second way, it doesn't work. You know, they always, I saw other agency like invest more money, overbid competitors. That's okay. But, you know, the quality you deliver, the competitors uh, you're working with uh, that are around you, you need to be better than they are and simple as that. Yeah. So find the you know, places. You're, you
0: you've evolved. Now, now, since we're talking about evolution, you've evolved from a tactician to a strategist. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. That's where this is going. I feel like your your journey has obviously developed a lot because now you have a team, you have people around you. Um, you've learned how to communicate very thoroughly over the last couple of months, especially, and I think that's very important, right? Because, like you said, more than fifty percent of the job is probably communicating, right? And I think that, um, you've done a really good job like that. And because you're already good at advertising and thinking strategy and knowing what works, you combining all these things, you're stop. You're an unstoppable force, Luca. You're like yeah. you are the ads master of as digital.
1: Yeah, I got you know from my mentor one advice. It was like you need to learn to listen to other people. Yeah. And I'm trying. You know, I have a lot of things to say, but more important than me to say something is you know to listen to people around me. Yeah. What they are saying to me, they saying not just with the words, with their behavior, um, every day you know, when we sit together on a dinner on lunch, whatever, like it's very, very important to listen to people around yourself.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I, I, uh, I don't want to say I struggle with that, but sometimes I, I, I speak right without thinking ahead. but then I, I catch myself and I, I try to like calm the situation and fix it a little bit, but you know how it gets, you get heated, you're dealing with all the stress, all these people, you got to micromanage things, you got to make sure things are getting done on time. Uh, but I've definitely improved over the last couple of years with my patience. My patience level has increased, right? But I still want things done relatively quick. Even for myself, I hold myself to a high standard and I naturally expect others to hold themselves to a high standard and that's not always the case. And then what happens, you get frustrated, you get impatient, blah, blah, blah. All these things happen. And, um, it's one of the things that I'm actually working on right now is like being more patient and just opening my ears more. It's not easy. Like,
1: you know, you you know exactly. we all um, how how many things we did in the last couple of years like in the if you go 10 years you know back and probably to have that same experience you will need you know 15 years and now it's compressed and it's everything in just Two, three years together, you can achieve amazing thing, but it's also stressful. Yeah. The question is how how fast that can go in the future with all those things, with the AI. Like, you know, are we keyboards? Are we going to be able to work, you know, to be more productive than, you know, it was for job that needs 10 people. Maybe one person will be able to do in the future. Right. And right. we need to be able that and, you know, to make... Uh, I also think what ChatGPT and all those AIs will not be able to make a strategy all around. Mm -hmm. So you need to work to to learn how to work with it, but you know, uh, to understand bigger picture, to zoom out and then to zoom into the specific things.
0: What I think the next trend of workforce is gonna be is you're saying that AI can remove 10 jobs, but it's also probably gonna create 20 or 30 jobs. And what's gonna happen is these jobs are gonna be intellectual jobs. It's gonna be how to write the prompts to come up for an input for a strategy. Right, so you're thinking now of a strategy, how to build the next um, eco-efficient nuclear reactor in the middle of the of the ocean, right? You have infinite amounts of information and data, right? The AI jobs around that are going to be around people who can think about the topic very thoroughly, ask a rich data source for accurate information, and they're going to be paid to think about prompts for the AI to deliver information for someone else to take this information put it together, and come up with a solution to build a nuclear reactor in the middle of the ocean.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, This, like, Facebook ads, Google ads, you know, those algorithms exist in them, you know, for years. Mm -hmm. And what I see, like, you know... The people that really understand how to work with uh, Facebook ads, uh, they they already knew how to work with AI. So you know it's much easier for me, you know, to type with him, to get right, to give him right inputs, and to you take. Amazing, you know, out from output from the AI because I already I'm working, you know, yeah. two years constantly, you know, with the same algorithm just another way. And what happened? Like, did we know? Are you able to run ads without person? You know, uh, Facebook ads or Google ads? Not you're not able. Even with those algorithms are super smart. You yeah. still need that person that understands better than that AI. And that's, you know, if you achieve that, that's the, that makes a difference between, you Mm -hmm. know, good advertiser or, you know, one average advertiser. If you're working better, you're, you know, you have amazing results.
0: I'm seeing now a lot of AI companies and softwares pop up all around Twitter. I'm seeing ads on LinkedIn now for different tools. And generally, they all do the same thing. It's a prompt input for an output, but the output and the inputs and the outputs are for different parts of the market. For example, for marketing, for creatives, for texts, for um, creating voiceovers, all these things are it's the same thing, but it's repurposed for a different type of information. Right. And I have a question for you now is how do you see ChatGBT and like OpenAI or maybe even TruthGBT, how, how are they going to impact the advertising field?
1: uh mostly i think the you know advertising field the keys are in, inside of facebook inside of google mm-hmm. uh tiktok and uh, probably bing, bing. but uh, where i see that the the space will about uh, will increase will be for creatives, for creatives because they understand you know that they need deeply to trigger customers mm-hmm. if they want you know to make uh a uh, business that's worth few million or yeah. billions. Uh. What's
0: that What's that uh, AI generator called? What's it called? Do you know the AI generator? It generates, you put like a, a prompt. many of them like, yeah. <laughs> this one was really popular. It was really popular. I forget the name now, but something something may or whatever. <laughs> Anyways, you put in like a prompt, you'll say, yeah. you can write down um, two camels in a desert having a beer and a cigar at the same time. And then it creates like this animated image based off of that. Yeah. Yeah. So there's tools like that already. So I would imagine for advertising, let's say we have a client right now, we type in the client's target audience, right? This is the, target's, uh, the target audience for this client. They're selling these sort of solutions. Um, this is the environment we want to see it in, create us an ad and boom, that ad comes out. It might be a little bit CGI here and there, some AI people. That's all good as long as it converts, right? And then, that, that algorithm should know what kind of ads are trending now, what has the highest click-through rate, what has the highest um, engagement rate as well, right? I see tools like that when they come out. It probably, it's probably already in the market. We just don't know about it.
1: Yeah, yeah. Tools
0: that- like that are going to dominate. But then at the same time, is Facebook meta going to allow AI to do that and take the jobs away from these people or are they still going to have that human element of creativity?
1: Yeah, uh, I just this morning saw that uh, Meta uh, showed that they have a tool to create, you know, ads mm-hmm. with their tool AI tool for the ads. So I was start of thinking like where that will gonna go, but I'm not sure. S- still, I'm not seeing that you know they they you will be able to generate videos mm-hmm. super easy on that high level as uh, human is able to do. Gotcha. So. Uh, images, yes, absolutely, yes, Uh, some basic videos, yes, but, you know, just understand, like, Photoshop, start with uh, you know some you you say you know you put my hair and say i want long blonde hair and we will put but that was two two days ago that's image and that's the from by photoshop they start you know how many years they're working with so for the videos i'm not sure they will be able but for images absolutely yes you know for product images for sure but videos that you know feeling. Uh, who will be able to work on a high level for sure. Uh, I don't see that AI will, will there change. Was,
0: there was this movie recently done. It's a 13 minute movie on YouTube. It was done fully by AI. Yeah. I'm gonna send it to you. It's like the voice is AI, the images are AI, the, all the CGI is AI, the music's AI. The whole thing is made from one AI.
1: Yeah, and Coca-Cola commercial probably. That's right. So yeah, they, That's right. it's made by AI too. Yeah we'll see like you know depends what people will need yeah. like you know we're making for example interactive websites right right now people spend time not on instagram they're spending time more on tiktok yeah. so you want to keep that same emotion that we all have every day you know spending time on tiktok to have on the website before all websites look same as Instagram because people spend time on Instagram, they see the ad, they need to go on a, on a page that looks, mm-hmm. you know, the that has same emotion and then you can easily sell and They can yeah. easily achieve a good conversion rate. Now with the TikTok, now with that interaction, you need to have the same feeling for the website if your target audience is spending, of course, time on, on TikTok. If not, you know, then other, you know, yeah. maybe you need to write.
0: If I'm years. trying to figure out like what's what's the trend that we should run on for AI, you know, as, as a digital, like there's so many different ways to go about this, right? From AI websites, AI copy, AI video production, AI content. I don't know. I'm trying to pinpoint exactly which direction we should shift into when it comes to AI because listen, we're only going to be as good as the services that we provide. So if AI is going to be here to stay, which I believe it is, what kind of services are we going to offer as an agency when it comes to AI as it relates to sales and marketing? I think maybe uh, the right answer is, you know, we have a lot of po-
1: amazing people here in Vesa and we need you know, ev- you know, those people are doing now specific jobs yeah. now maybe they need to go a little bit broad with that and start doing whole job for one client. Okay. So for example, you know. Uh, me, I'm also doing the website for them. Yeah. I'm uh, working for, with a copy, but of course, I'm using some tools, AI tools. I'm creating images for them. I'm doing everything for them with just one person. To go in that direction, where one person will be able to handle one big client mm-hmm. super easily, mm-hmm. yeah, because with all those tools, you can be productive. You don't have, you don't lose that. If you understand needs from the client, you don't lose in communication all those informations with the development team, with the copywriting team, with the designer team, you know, with ads team, like you need to understand all those. If you're one person with all those tools, you can easily handle maybe the whole story about one client and you can be faster, you can achieve better results and that's 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 the key and you after that you make more money of course awesome
0: luca so question for you what's what's one question i didn't ask you that you would ask yourself (laughs)
1: uh i didn't talk much of my beginning but maybe on some future podcasts you know how i start definitely i would like to talk more about that and you know um support other people that are starting their work but do not read books do not I'm against that do not read books uh, do not watch courses, just go on a work and work your job, uh, be proactive and work hard. That's yeah. that's it.
0: Sounds good Luca. This was great. Thank you for thank you, man. Being on the buzz insider. Yeah.